Hey there boys and girls, it is April 23rd, 2017. Welcome to part two of I messed that up. The Sitting Us in the Ground podcast. This is episode 145, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Cujo. Well, anyway, we got we got Mesieta sitting back in here. That's right, man. It's going to be back. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Welcome back. Part three of, of your trilogy. What's up? This is where, like, you know, kill the key. Oh, you were, no, well, people haven't heard part two, so this is technically part two, because part yeah. two was oh, the open mic, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Usually, we don't release that till the, the week of the, the following one. Like, that's how we try to pump up the open mics. Oh, I see. Because that's when we released the video. Or, so, I mean, like, the last audio, week. Video. Yeah. That's a good one. Could make it a video. We could. Right, we're just talking oh, about we're, that right we're, now. we're getting there. Voorhees, yeah. what's up with the budget, Voorhees? <laughs> Give us a camera budget, dog. Go, go. Can get a, a drone and get an aerial display in 360. Dude, just podcast. the drone advertising the podcast recording us? What? That would be so fucking sick. Get two drones, man. And then one when there's police activity outside, we could go have get them go out there. Get <laughs> out there? No way. Yeah, man. Show off the most efficient police department in the world. Shout out to Seaside PD. You guys arrest people quicker than anyone I've seen. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> it was fucking impressive the first time. But anyway, what's up? How's it? What's new? What's new? Uh, well, last time I was here, at least uh, the, the not the open mic one, right? But uh, the first time I was here, yeah. we were talking about some of the open mics that we were... Uh, <laughs> That we were trying to organize around oh, town, you did right? That on so. totally. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. My squeak toys, right? Yeah. So last <laughs> time I was here, we were talking about open mics. Uh, yeah. One happening at Hartnell College, the Throwdown Sessions. The other one's called La, La Fogata at the Ellis House Center for the Fine Arts. Both of those being monthly events. Um, and then the the last one was. Yeah, squeaky toys, right? <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? He's messing right. with their dog. I'll go yell at right dog now. Park. This is a bar. Nah, man. Uh, the most recent one was a rendition out at Northridge Mall. So um, I was. Does that one have a name yet? Uh, it was just called the uh, Open Mic Multi Artist Showcase. Yeah. So I mean, long time, amazing results. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, one of those things, man. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was cool. It was it was definitely uh, cool to have all the different variety of artists. We had about like. Nine, ten different uh, acts that, that that came through. Uh, opening act was a uh, Mr. Joster, so he's actually a like a traditional oldies kind of a, a vocalist, man. What? So he set the mood with you know playing some some covers for just you know Suavecito, uh, some like songs he oh, collaborated like on with. Or did he have uh, instruments? He had like the uh, the the in, not the instrumental version, but he had like the what's the word I'm looking for. He had a kazoo just to hit the right note, yeah. interpolated or whatever version. You know, like oh yeah, just when like, like a new it, artist Cujo, records it. Like yeah, did you know, like fucking some, something like, like that. from hell yeah. or something. Because one of them, he said it was uh, Carlos uh, Santana's brother. You know that did the guitar on that one. So you know, but I mean, a lot of it just sounds like you know those old school oldies, like that kind of flavor, right? So it so set the tone for us, you know, to be His able to have. His name was Mr. Toaster. <laughs> Joe, Joester. Oh, I thought you yeah. said Mr. Toaster. Toaster, man. I, I like, don't know, man. What? That's the greatest name, too. <laughs> and he's greatest thing since sliced bread, man. You can toast it. <laughs> right? Yeah, dude. No, no. Mr. Toasted. Joaster, man. Yeah. And he, does he do this locally? Or like no, actually, he's based out of, I want to say, like, uh, Central Cali, like the Valley, you know, Los Baños. Oh, uh, shit. Kind of like that area. But I think he does stuff in San Jose. I think he just did, like, a lowrider car show as well. You know, and so um, he came out here and supported. Um, I met him when we were doing the San Juan Bautista episodes for El Teatro Campesino, right? So oh, they had Palabra Part Two, and uh, he was one of the artists that also opened it up there. So I, that's kind of where I got the idea from, right? It's just like it, it works beautifully. 
just because you know folks are eager to see what's going to happen who's going to be getting up yeah. and then you, like the opening act kind of gives you that throwback right and it's, it's just kind of setting the, that that tone that laid-back family-friendly atmosphere uh fear right so um Plus, yeah, if you're yeah. going to perform yourself, you're like, fuck, all right, somebody already went, you know. Yeah. Cool, course, the man. ice is broken. I could just relax. Yeah, yeah. So, man, shout out to everybody that got up. Uh, once again, this was at the Northridge Mall uh, Main Street Art Studio and Gallery. Um, you know, we had a visual artist. We had a, you know, special guest here, Mr. Toke, uh, you know, who actually has some of the artwork up there on, on display currently, right? So folks can go out there and kind of give it give it a glimpse, uh, support some of the local talent that otherwise wouldn't really be featured. So this was kind of a, an attempt to open up a wall for, for the visual artists here locally and also giving folks a, a, a microphone. So kind of in, in the spirit of an open mic, but more of a showcase, right? Like we try to meet with everybody beforehand yeah. and give them sound checks. And, you know, we, we brought lights in. And, you know, oh, I mean, it was, it was a nice little event, man. Um, and yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's called Main Street Art, right? Main Street Art Studio. Main Street Art Studio. Yeah, and again, right? for, for anyone that, that hasn't heard of it yet, it's a really dope store in the in the mall. I fucking love that. It's, I mean, it's, I'm, at this point, I don't hang out at the mall as much, but that is a social hub of Salinas. You know, right, right. Hate it or love it, but and it's so it's there. And you walk in there, and it's just all these canvases, and they're not for sale. You just you can start painting and stuff. Right, right. And, so they, um, they also do the art classes there, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's badass. So there's art supplies, there's art classes, there's art space. You know, again, the walls are just full of full of art. And, um, and quite a bit of local artists, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's one of those, it's one of those really cool things, you know. If you, if you want to see something that you know is different in Salinas, or or you want to show someone that's not from here something that's different from Salinas, that that's definitely one of those those cool spots. And and you know, just kind of open quietly, you know. It's just they're just doing great shit and and just quietly up there. And, and I love that there's an open mic there. There's an open mic at the mall. Like, are you kidding that's me? That's right. That's right, man. Like, so high school me would have been like so crazy <laughs> so once again yours truly that's you know uh they, they asked me to host it and um so far we've had one we don't really have a date for the next one quite yet but i'm probably just going to give it like a little bit of breathing room because i don't want to burn it out you know it's like the first one we do was kind of a, a success but also considering that there's li uh, limited space you know it's like i'd like to invite all the kids in high school but also you know i kind of want to leave it up to the artists to see who the, i mean not 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 to make them the promoters but if they have people that they want to invite right so yeah. friends family you know, maybe uh, network with other artists. Be like, hey, come come check it out. You know, you might see somebody you want to work with. Yeah. So, I mean, the intent at this point is more so for that, to maintain uh, open spaces, to kind of create a, a space where people can come and have an open mind or maybe listen to something and walk away with a more open mind, right? So all that kind of stuff is pretty much what we're trying to nur uh, nourish at, at, at this stage. I mean, it's barely starting off, so. Yeah, no, then that, that, that's what I love, again, that, that outlet. I remember when, well, one of the people that, that, that was there on that Saturday, La Sofa Queen, you know, when yeah, she was yeah. on here, she was like, dude, I need, tell me about open mics. Like, she had barely, you know, she was, she was a poet. She was like, dude, I write my shit down. I mm -hmm. barely started this hip hop thing for the whole team backpack and all that. Like, that oh, was really? a cool ass story. I, I didn't know she entered that. That's Yeah, oh, she went down to LA for a competition. There was like some sort of, it started on YouTube. Okay. It was like, it was like, oh, uh, do you, you know, there's these two beats, pick a beat and then do a verse. Tell and me. then people would vote on them. And she got so many votes. She got. She ended up going to some team backpack wow. competition down in LA. Dope, man. Shout out to her, man. Sophie Queen doing her thing. She was like, that's the first Salinas. time I ever did any any uh, hip hop. Yeah, out, nah, out, she out, has out. skills, bro. Actually, yeah. speaking of her, um, for folks, uh, you know, I mean, hopefully they listen early enough. She's gonna be performing next week, uh, April. What is it? Twenty eighth at Casa Sereno. Gonna be opening up for Bang Data once again. So Sophie Queen, I believe that's a Saturday. 
right? We'll, we'll double 28th. check. The 28th is Saturday. Uh, I'm sorry, this Friday. Friday. Do you know if it's the 28th? Yeah, because the 29th is the uh, Yerba Ruda. Oh, yeah. So, well, no, then it's Friday. Yeah, I'll double check said. as well. Yeah, Friday the 28th. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Friday, yeah. April 28th. Ooh, cool. Friday night. So, who else is going to be there? Who's she opening Back up for? Serena? Bang Data. Bang Data is a Deuce Eclipse. You know, he's a MC out of Oakland. Oh, okay. And so he's coming with his band. The band's name's uh, Bang Data. Yeah, so they're they're really cool, man. Uh, they actually came out and did a show at the East Side at Los Arcos. What? Uh, yeah, <laughs> man. It was a, a hip hop show. Sofa Queen once again. Jota uh, Effect um, us. Um, Bakhtun 12 put together like some Teatro Campesino, even like puppet show, you know, uh, Bang Data. And then the, the, the headliner, the closer for that night was Banda Los Reyes. So hip hop, banda, yeah. <laughs> teatro, spoken word, all in one night, you know, and, and that's kind of back to the same thing, you know, the concept of these open mics. I mean, yeah, they're open mics, but they're actually more like a showcase, you know, like it's, it's where folks are actually putting in a lot of work and it's not just like, oh, I wrote this while I was, you know, I don't want to, you know, say anything negative here, but, you know, I, I it's, 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 not it's, it's, it's folks that, that have been actually putting, uh, you know a lot of effort you know it's, it's so so to honor that creative space yeah you know and to really respect and honor their 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 work craft right because i mean otherwise it's just like oh it's it's something i did as as something i'm, I'm uh, messing around with and we're trying to say well we've messed around long enough like we're taking this pretty serious now yeah you know, so no that well that yeah. that's badass and I, I, again i love that that's happening because you need that outlet it, it, right. it seems to always go in waves you know every once in a while like the fucking stars will align or some shit and then there's there's good venues and there's good shows going on but then it'll dry out and it's like nah man it, right, it, yeah. there has to be something consistent throughout again that that creative spirit is always there right. you know when, when the venues aren't there that spirit is still there but it, it's getting stifled at that point you know right, it right. sucks because then you know dude this is life we don't live in Carmel you know that's what I love about Salinas is a working town you know like we all got our, our regular jobs and sometimes those those kind of are more important you know than than I've been writing for years, you know, but hey, yeah. there's no outlet, so fuck it. Back to AT and T or whatever the fuck, you know. And Unfortunately, so I, that day job has to get get the bills paid, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But again, yeah. but if 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 again if you can foster this community, you know, of getting these people together, and again, definitely not you you can't do it too often, you know, because right. It's just I mean, I don't want to burn it out thing. and be like, oh yeah, I've seen it already. No, not going to be different. Queen is just like, dude, up to the fourth time I've seen her this month or something, you know, like it, it'll it'll burn it'll burn you out, you know. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm glad that so the like the attendance was good and all that. Like yeah, I mean I want to say uh, actually Toke was was there. He's one of the featured artists and he's kind of joining us tonight. We'll we'll try to get him a microphone here soon. But um, yeah, uh, you know since since I was hosting, um, from my perspective, it actually looked like it filled up quite a bit toward the beginning, you know. And then as like maybe the first act finished, the second act finished, maybe like they either the people that came to see them left or there wasn't enough seating but it seemed like it kind of thinned out i mean that's kind of normal for different yeah, events yeah. right but i mean it did seem like it was it was pretty full at the very very, very beginning you know so i mean i think we we filled it up to uh capacity you know for the very first one you know i mean i'm not i'm not complaining about it at all you yeah know? yeah definitely. more than anything you know i kind of want to look at, at at how we're going to be able to open up that space and foster it right ongoing so like one of the concerns was um making too much noise attracting mall security right having it shut down on the first day right yeah. so i mean again i didn't want to over over promote it or anything and i mean just kind of letting it be organic you know at this point was probably like the best option um yeah. but again i mean based on on the positive feedback i've gotten so far 
I mean, like nobody said anything negative, you know. So I mean, I, I actually welcome the uh, constructive criticism, you know. But um, at the same time, hopefully that also means that they're they're gonna allow us to maybe use a bigger space next time, right? So maybe using an open area within the mall, or maybe like right outside facing the parking lot, so we could maybe have a band, right? Like that's one of the things that that, that actually happened is. Like folks wanted to bring their their five piece band, and it's like, well, the spot's really small, man. Yeah. Like, how about the acoustic version of just you? Yeah. Right? <laughs> and so, I mean, we we tried that, that, but shit. I mean, like, yeah. shout out to like Mike Peasy. You know, he wanted to bring out his his whole trio. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's like, I mean, he brought out his bassist, and his bassist like set up his bass, and we're like right away, like, man, like that's kind of a red flag, you know. If we can't control the sound, you know, we're going to attract all this extra energy and whatnot. Yeah. But no, nah, man, everything played out perfectly, man. So from opening up with Mr. Joster to, again, shout out to all the different artists, right? We had Martina Aguilar. We had uh, Caleb, Kayaz Once, uh, Sofa Queen. You know, we had um, actually some folks from Teatro Campesino, you know, came out and, and, and shared some, some written pieces to some actos that they're working on to make plays. You know, so I mean, it was all over the place. Yeah. You know, we had a, a young man by the name of uh, Fred Rock, right? Fred Rock, also part of Teatro Campesino, came out. And I mean, the way this guy sings, it's like, I kind of want to make a baby. You know, it's one of, <laughs> yeah. he, he doesn't really do the oldies, but it's, it's one of those soulful kind of like, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm reminiscing on this and even Tokes I got this ear to ear smile like, yeah, that guy did seem pretty smooth, man. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's yeah. just like all of, you know, family friendly environment. I mean, everything was just, you know, giving each other support. Again, JF, you know, Mike Peasy. Um, I didn't really want to do anything because I was hosting. I didn't want to necessarily make it about me. Yeah. You know, but uh, Mike Peasy invited me to perform with them. Uh, kind of like what we did at the, the Seaside Open Mic last time. Yeah, hell yeah. And you, know, you so can see that we that's on our Facebook. I, I definitely, right. I was all Facebook living that shit. So, that's so right, yeah, man. if you, yeah, you, you want to check man. out what that was. And again, that was all freestyle from you know, off the head from you. Yeah, yeah. Especially for that song, it's like we hadn't, it, we didn't even perform uh, like a single rehearsal. You know, it was just like, hey, uh, we didn't even mic check this. Let's just see what yeah. happens. You know. So luckily, we didn't crash and burn. But um, we tried the same thing this this other time around. Uh, again, you know, it was like a new song. You know, I hadn't heard of the beat before. Just kind of freestyle. Just kind of went around the room and like pointed out, you know, different things that I can kind of make reference to. Yeah. Um, and then from there, you know, we did the, you, the, the, the same song. I, th- I think it's called You Are Not Alone. So it's a Mike, Mike Peasy original. And, um, you know, apparently I got a feature in there yeah. <laughs> twice that, you know, both times is completely different because it's yeah. always freestyle, right? That's, yeah. dude, someone needs to do that mainstream style. Like a song that every time you hear it, that it's one different. verse is different, <laughs> you know? That person comes Mul- on. Multiple I takes. Think you're onto some shit right there. Yeah. It's Mike Peasy. Yeah, but um, back to what you were saying, maybe we could plug in the mic uh, in a second. It looks like he's in a... Yeah, a we got another it. mic plug in if he wants to come on, jump on. Cool, cool Jump on, on in this conversation. Like, again, that way you hear it from somebody else's perspective. Because again, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm hosting it, so I, so I can't necessarily, uh, you know, you give you an honest opinion. I mean, you I, want, I mean, it's yeah, going to be biased. You, right? <laughs> well, plus he's a local artist, you know? And yeah, exactly. Does, you know, give him some, some shine too, man. I mean, you're a local artist too, though, right? You're fucking That's right, talented. You're, you're hey, thank you, multi... Multi-mode When the, So the hip-hop thing Was like or, or what started it all Oh Gonna go there Like yeah so What if we go all so the one way time back. at band camp Just kidding the, Just kidding, just kidding the man. Flute <laughs> Yeah no, nah, nah, Flute <laughs> The flute story huh? Nah uh, What started it for me man Well alright I mean I, I wasn't really expecting To get so personal Intimate with you guys today But um hey, Yeah You're I think like what, family now here So Yeah yeah Let nah, me borrow I mean, a buck It's gotta be <laughs> Um to be honest with you, like I wasn't really a hip hop head growing up, you know. I, I I listened more to reggae music, 
And so, uh, you know, okay. I listened for the positive message, right? So, like, a lot of the Bob Marley songs that I was, li- that, you know, I was listening to, I, I, I would change a couple words. Like, for example, he has this song called Africa Unite, right? And as, as he's singing it, I'd be singing along, but I'd just switch it. And so instead of singing Africa Unite, I'd say Anahuac Unite. And Anahuac is the, is the name of this continent. Before it was called the United States of America yeah. or, you know, America for that matter. Um, it's actually called America after, I believe the guy was Italian. Federico America, and, yeah. And uh, America's Vespucci was his name. Oh, that was what it was. And he drew, I'm quote, I'm so unquote, racist. I went to Federico. Hey, Sorry, it's, Italians. It's good, man, you know? But fuck so. you for sending Columbus. <laughs> exactly, man. Or I guess it was so. the Spanish that sent him. But you created him. Yeah, yeah. So to bring it back full circle, right? Anahuac, kind of mean, meaning uh, this North American continent, right? And so by switching one word out of a Bob Marley song, all like all of a sudden, it means indigenous resistance. It means you know brown people power, so to speak, right? I mean, I've always believed in black and brown unity as well, you know. But long story short, the reggae music spoke to me, right? I mean, it had this positive message behind it. So whether it was Bob Marley, Steel Pulse, Gregory Isaacs. You know, I mean, I can go on and on, like all these different positive influences that I had growing up li- listening to reggae music. But um, on the contrast, like the, the hip hop that I was exposed to was more mainstream. Right. So I'd be listening yeah. to like the Snoop Dogs, the Dr. Dre's, the Tupac's. Right. Yeah. I mean, a little bit of Biggie and like East Coast rap. But I mean, really, it was just the mainstream stuff, the, the same things that everybody else would listen to. Um, so it wasn't really until like after high school, you know, that I discovered artists like uh Dead Prez, you know, Talib Kweli, Most Def, yeah. right? So, like, folks that were, quote-unquote, doing conscious hip-hop or conscious rap. And at that point, I'm like, oh, so this positive message that exists in reggae music could also coexist in hip-hop. And at that point, my mind was just blown away, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I started, so I started listening to it. Um, around the same time, I was going through a little bit of heartache, so I moved out of Salinas. And I'd come back and visit maybe, like, once a month. So on one of those visits, came back, uh, was talking to some of my friends. You know, we, we went up to Fremont's Peak, kind of catch a sunset or a sunrise or something. Yeah. And um, on the way down, we're listening to the CD. And I think that they're rapping along to the CD that's currently playing. Right. And so the song's about to end and they're still going. I'm like, wow, they must really know the song. Like they're, the song's going to end. They just killed it. And then the song ends and they're still rapping. And I'm like, oh, OK, they, they're probably just on a different song. And then I'm expecting the next song to start up. And it's like, the next song is really good because I, I know the CD, the track order. Yeah. Right? And uh, I'm about to like start it going, right? So we can all quote unquote sing along to this thing. And then like, I'm the only one singing, right? <laughs> so I realized that, you know, as I start listening to them in the back seat again, it's like, oh, they're like rapping something else. Oh, it's probably a remix. Yeah. And I'm trying to make sense of it all. But <laughs> it's the director's what, cut right there. What was actually yeah. happening was, you know, the friends that, that I grew up with, you know, so shout out to VB Doom, Toke, you know, Lombriz, you know, all, all these guys that I thought were just hip hop heads were actually freestyling, yeah. you know, to just like dope beats that we were listening to, like the songs that, that I was playing. But they were just making up their own rhymes in the back seat, and, yeah. and and then it hit me. I'm like, what? Like my my friends are rappers? Like that's that's amazing. I know a rapper, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and I just felt like the coolest kid in the world right yeah. there. And so, anyways, um, it wasn't long before they started peer pressure me, and they're like, yeah, why don't you do it, Rick? And I'm like, nah, man. Like you know, sometimes I can't even get my name out. I'm kind of shy. I'm more of an introvert, you know. Yeah. And so they kept pressuring me, and I mean, as soon as you know, like once that cipher started, once I kind of joined that that live session. It's been like a faucet, man. I can't really turn it off anymore. Yeah. You know, it's just something that I, I'm able to tap into and I'm, I'm happy that they pressured me. And so for that reason, I mean, this is how I started, but I mean, it's also the reason that, that I like to, you know, 
go and present in classrooms and kind of inspire kids, you know, because anybody can do it. You know, it's, it's just a matter of kind of finding your rhythm tell, and telling your, your own story. Right. Yeah. So with that, with that in mind, right, that was one, uh, once upon a time, mid 2000s or so, 2005 or more or less. Um, but, you know, we go to Friday morning, Friday afternoon, and uh, they invited me to go present at one of the classrooms uh, at Watsonville's high school system. Right. So so they, they give me the address and, you know, I don't even know where I'm going. It, it actually Wait, ends who's up being, they? They invited you to present what? Um, so one of the avid classrooms reached out to me to be a guest speaker. You know, so they give me the address and it turns out to be Watsonville High School. But by this you know, time so you had moved back to Salinas? Oh, no, no. I'm saying full circle, bringing it back to just Friday. This just happened Friday. Oh, right? oh right, okay, right. okay. I thought so I was like, like, holy, what the fuck? No, this no, no. has been doing speeches in schools? Yeah, yeah. No, oh, so I mean, this last Friday. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and, oh, okay. and that's just one of these last, like, renditions of how that looks like whenever we do work with kids. And, you know, the way that hip hop has been a vehicle for me to kind of share, share a story, but how, how anybody can tap into it, right? So, yeah, I mean, like... A little while ago, you know, I used to do um, after school programs. I used to work at the library. Right? Yeah. And it's like, you know, kind of showing kids how to like count beats and, and how to write songs, oh, right. how to dedicate something back, you know, to, you know, I mean, it, it's pretty much a lot of different lessons in one, but it's using hip hop as that vehicle to really send that message out. Right. Hell yeah. So for me personally, I tap into indigenous culture, right. Using words in Nahuatl, such as, you know, calling this continent Anahuac, right. Or um, just recognizing our, you know, indigenous heritage. Right. Realizing that, you know, it hasn't been too long since, quote unquote, you know, um, imperialism and global expansion from a European standpoint occurred, you know, and our deep our, our roots run a little bit deeper than than what we're led to believe. You know, so I use hip hop as a as a vehicle to like touch on some now what words, some now what concepts, you know, kind of uh, reach down into that knowledge of self, you know, and then fast forwarding a little bit more. And that's where we're working now with kids with uh, technology. Right. So teaching software development, database administration, encryption, you name it. Right. Yeah. So anything that I'm good at, I'm more than happy to share that skill set with yeah. anybody that's will, that's willing to listen. Man. And what so. are you going to what's the, the what are you going to talk to those avid kids about? Well, we went to present uh, following up. I guess they had been learning about hip hop. What? Right? So, I mean, I, I, cool I, I talk it back. Yeah. So shout out to teacher. I believe it's Elisa. I'm blanking on her last name right now. But anyways, man, avid classroom out at uh, Watsonville High School. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, she brought us in to kind of just, quote unquote, talk about hip hop. And it's like, well, you know, we've got to talk about something with hip hop. Like, you can't just talk about hip hop. Yeah. You know, we, we use hip hop to talk about something else. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, she gave us a chance to kind of break down a little bit of the history. So talking about the four elements. Right. How there's just a lot of different subcultures within each element. So, like, for example, breakdancing, you know, there's the poppers, the breakers, the, you know, the folks that do head spins, the folks that do up rocks, right? I mean, there's just so many different, you know, branches within b-boy and b-girl and within yeah. hip-hop. On the same tip, there's a lot of different beats, you know, so the production within hip-hop, there's, you know, there's a crunk sound, there's a west coast sound, there's a gangster rap sound, there's the east coast, right? And it's just all over the place. And so, um, back to being an MC, well, not to mention the graffiti portion, right? There's letters, there's characters, there's so many different aspects to graffiti, right? There's yeah. now the folks that I grew up with that pursued graphic design as a as a college degree you know they're able to do all those 3d pieces now using software you know so the fact that we're, we're able to take these four elements and and make them our own is, is pretty much the magic behind hip-hop you know so so for for me as an mc it's kind of hard to like really stand behind a lot of the music that's out there today just because the lyrical content isn't really on point a lot of times you know the mainstream music that we listen to sometimes it's like 
self-destructive you know it's putting females down it's just whatever it's been for the last 10 years now it's just like magnified and all that negativity is glorified and so it makes it really hard to be like yeah i'm a hip-hop artist because then yeah. mo most people will you know associate that with like mumble rap or with you know booty rap or you know any other of these mainstream connotations and so to bring it back once again um just show it showing them right so i was able to perform a couple pieces and actually i'd be more than happy to share a couple spoken word pieces on your show today as well yeah but yeah, um we, we you know just show it showing them a little bit of how i use hip-hop to tell a story right so i told them yeah. a story about a girl right and then i tell them a story about a guy and it's like they think it's a love story right yeah. and then it kind of becomes something completely different I mean, like, 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 like I, I said, her or something like common, um, sort of, I mean, <laughs> should I just bust into it right now? Like, you know, I mean, we go for it, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, man. So, so, so here you go. I shared this with high school kids on Friday. You know, I'll, I'll be asking you guys, I'll look for your hands up right now. If you guys have any questions or feedback, <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding, man. Anyways, yeah. it goes, I first saw her with a rag over her face. Wasn't a gangster type. She covered a mouth to hide the taste of the pesticides. She worked in fields that was sprayed with pollutants, not organic. Exposed to chemicals on vegetables in an attempt to put change in the pocket. See, that's the least she could do. They paid a minimum wage for exposing to the toxins. She felt trapped in a cage. Couldn't find a way out, although she gave it 110%. Her baby daddy left her like the wind came and went. So she's struggling to pay the rent, make her ends meet, counting every last cent. Trying to get something to eat because a little one is hungry with another on the way. She feels the walls closing in with the growth of a belly. But see, she ain't giving up. She's determined to pull through to overcome these obstacles and broaden her worldview. So with time comes change and the children ran grew. So it's a story about a girl, you know, it paints a picture, you know. So starting it off with, I first saw her with a rag over her face. You know, it kind of starts telling you a picture and it's like, well, yeah. she wasn't the gangster type. You know, she wasn't trying to go do this drive by. She actually was covering her mouth to have the taste of the pesticides. Right. So talking about a, a girl that works in the fields, you know, raising kids, yeah. uh, had a family at one point, no longer has a man. Right. So then there's another verse I have that I, I kind of made it, I guess, a continuation to that. And it's kind of from, a from the man's perspective or maybe from my, my perspective, right? Yeah. But I'm putting myself in that story. So it goes, I'm going to keep standing tall just to keep my head above the water. They pull me over just because my skin tone slightly darker. So now I'm caught up in this web face with hatred. Can't take it. My back still aching. From working sunrise to sundown, picking crops for a king and some clown, getting paid just enough to barely feed our family, yo. How is it that we're surviving this insanity, still getting harassed like Jim Crow in the past? Cause we get no ID, ain't no justice indeed. So it's just the ICE, immigration and custom enforcement. Said we broke the law, but they got it distorted cause we've been here before. Said this land is my home. From the tip of Nicaragua to the top of the globe, this is Anahuac, Aslan, Turtle Island. The time to speak is now, yo, we can't be silent. And that that is from the the men the males perspective exactly of that. Right. Mm -hmm. Did that come about independently, yeah, or did you like say, okay, I got the woman's perspective? Let me no, flip those it. Those actually uh, two separate songs recorded as collaborations, two different occasions. But see, I'm able to take each story and then kind of maybe fill in the gap from yeah. the other one, right? So we know that the girl's story, right? Like the guy left her, but we don't really know why, right? So now you kind of hear the guy's version, and it's like, oh, well, maybe. You know, he got detained, maybe he got incarcerated, maybe he wasn't documented, you know, and there's no lawyer call. Right. So it touches on a lot of different subjects and it, it's just by telling a story. Right. And yeah. so, again, using hip hop as a vehicle to deliver these lessons. And so, you know, the teacher was um, was was happy about us using hip hop to kind of touch on these issues. But more than anything, like the kids, man, like their faces light up. 
right their their level of attention just like they literally stop what they're doing right and they're just focused they're listening to every syllable every word right and it's the way that we deliver it it's the way that we approach it you know it's it's pretty much that message and that corazon right so when when somebody says oh can you write a song for me it's like I don't know, man. Like, I, I really got to be inspired. I really got to feel like the purpose for the song, right? Yeah. Or when I hear, you know, the radio and, you know, they're talking about nonsense, it makes it really hard to stand by it, right? So it is. No, what it yeah. Is, and that, that's what, again, there, there definitely is a kind of stigma with, like you said, saying you're a hip hop artist. Right, right. Because I, and then, and again, I, fuck, I did. I don't know if I would consider myself a hip hop head, but definitely if I had a chosen genre of music that you know I would pick hip hop. Um, but um, and I get it, and that's what bothers me a lot of the times is people will automatically and I always use this name, but to me it's just an easy mainstream name. I don't mean to pick on this guy, but Lil Wayne, you know. Okay. So I was like, oh, Lil, like they'll, they'll hold up the you know the the people that that are not as fond as hip as hip hop or not might not be fans as hip hop will hold up Lil Wayne as, as if he's some sort of legend or some kind of pillar of hip hop you know right. and it's well, like that's, that's just, just another fucking speck in this fucking yeah. universe and and but it just happens to fit your narrative that you want the hip hop community to be all about this you know all about Again, misogyny and then drug use and then gratuitous Sex, violence and all that. Drugs and rock and roll, right? I mean, it's, it's pretty so, much the mainstream topic. Yeah, so. yeah. So people are like, in my head, that's what I want hip-hop to be. Therefore, the hip-hop artists that I find that fit that narrative, they must be the, the most influential ones. And it's like, right. are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? You, you cannot. You can, uh, I mean, even Common at this point. Common is not that, like... He's not that obscure. Common. Yeah, <laughs> he's not. Yeah, he's pretty common now. You know, in move, yeah. and and um, and so it's easy. It would be easy for somebody to lift him up. You know, yeah. And look at this motherfucker. He acts. He he again. His raps are are more on the intellectual end, but but people ignore that. He he's he's probably more visible than Lil Wayne. He's in more movies and shit. But yet, people focus on these other rappers that fit this narrative, and that that that's what always upset me. And that's that's one thing again, being from Salinas, where right. we get this, oh, it's a it's a grimy, violent town. I'm like, fuck, dude, we're never gonna get hip hop shows here. We're never, <laughs> Not, even, even well, if I mean, we have fucking MF Doom and fucking Mortal Technique or something, people are like, oh, no, oh, hip hop. Yeah, it's gonna be fucking shooting. And actually, like, you know, well, doesn't Santa Cruz have them all the time? And I know Santa Cruz is way more peaceful, but we can go there. No, yeah. What yeah, happens yeah. there? Nothing. Everyone enjoys the show. Well, cause, <laughs> and in Santa Cruz, they they do again. They'll get the atmospheres. They got the MF Dooms. They'll get the immortal techniques. Yeah. Very rarely will they get a Snoop Snoop Dogg or Lil Wayne. You know. Dude, Snoop Dogg's there like every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when I was yeah. Snoop Dogg, I was like, that motherfucker lives at that place. Yeah. Yeah. Bad example, but I he get you. Yeah, I get he's you. just weed. He's the, nah, he I likes it for the weed. Back to, you know, like, let's say bring in somebody like uh, MF Doom, right? To Salinas. Um, sadly, I don't think that the venue would sell out, you know? No, it would I, not. You know, and I think that's why it doesn't happen, because there isn't really a big following. So, again, I think just putting a, a little bit of a pause on that intention right someday bringing a big name artist into salinas for the sake of you know hip-hop notoriety or just for the sake of not having to go out of town to experience dope hip-hop right yeah. but i think that um that's why we need to kind of support our own man like the sofa queens the jota Effectus, 
right putting myself out there you know m7s right like us that are that are constantly like creating the space trying to host these events for other artists right i mean it's, it's kind of on us you know to kind of lead by by um example like stop talking about it just be about it yeah because i think that's where people get fed up it's like dude you're just preaching to me and it's like no nah, i mean you know if, if we just have a cypher you know we'll have a lot of fun and actually you know if we throw an event and we invite you know family friendly folks right invite our parents invite our kids you know just kind of make it all ages make it free you know it's like a win-win for everybody right everybody's happy at that point yeah. uh the part where it, it is kind of a bummer is that again the word free you know if that's the intention we we want to make it accessible um that's where again like the big name promoters won't really want to make it free right like they'll, they'll want to put a dollar amount on that yeah. and so i mean at that point you know it goes back to the reason why i don't sell my music you know it's like i know that a dollar for a song would go a long ways you know for me to continue to be an artist and value that the artistry but it's going to go even further for that hungry kid that's going to spend that dollar on a bag of hot cheetos granted it's not the most healthy thing he's going to eat but he's going to have food in his stomach that day you know versus having a song for me it's like dude just have my song for free and go eat a bagel you know it's like whatever the equivalent of a dollar amount you know you can get for yeah for for some of our kids here so whenever we do put a dollar amount you know back to doing shows i think that's part of that 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 challenge right so i think that it's kind of on us right now to build this momentum keep creating these these spaces keep keep practicing our craft man because you know i don't think there's ever a such thing as being perfect you know we're just gonna keep getting better and better yeah and, i mean already sofa queen is dope and already hota effect this is dope you know and i've been doing this for a good 10 years you know so it's one of those things that i'm gonna keep doing it no matter what even if i'm not doing shows out you know in the public side i'm still grabbing the mic at home you know i'm still messing around with with my kids at home showing them how to do this you know and just making it really like we're we're sharing this microphone we're passing this torch yeah. to the next generation through through hip-hop Hell yeah, yeah, no, uh, again, it, it, uh, definitely, again, the, the building of the community is, is a huge part of it, and I do love that whole, like, hey, we got to support the local ones, you know? Yeah, definitely. Again, instead of trying to try to pull in some already established big-name guy uh, or or whatever, you know, it did... And actually, I we mean, that, that's actually happening, that right? Community. Bang Data's coming next week, man. That's du- that's Deuce Eclipse. You know, he makes songs with, uh, with Zion I. You know, what I mean, so I think he actually through Bang Data, they actually were on the soundtrack for um, Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. You know, one of those scenes when they go into a party and everybody's just, you know, it's turned up. Did know, we bring that up already? Uh, Did we bring that Friday, Friday the 28th? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about that. Friday we'll, the 28th. We'll, Casa we'll Sorrento. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Friday the 28th. Casa Sorrento. Yeah. Bang Data is going to be headlining and our local. So our our uh, female MC, Sofa Queen, is going to be tearing it up, man. Holding it yeah, down. You want to listen to her? Go on to our iTunes and look up La Sofa Queen. <laughs> she did. She did a, two or three songs. Oh really? Show, right? Remember? Well, you oh. recorded and then like the audio was fucked up, so I didn't make it after. Oh, okay. That's yeah, re-recorded. Well, yeah. She's, trooper, she up. she's under La Sofa Queen, one word, right? L A S O F A Q U E E N. La Sofa Queen. Look her up, man. She's do- she's definitely dope. And uh, again, you'll be able to see her live. You know, come come support locals. And it's Friday. definitely it's one of those where where if you're like, oh man, there's nothing going on, or you might be listening and you might do your own hip hop, but you've never, again, met anybody in this community. It's like, dude, there's a community here in Salinas. That's you right. Know? Man, that's right. There's a community, and you can reach out, and you don't have, you know, and and everyone obviously is more than willing to welcome you in, help help you in whatever way you can. Um, again, that that well, people will people will hear it when when we release our, our open mic yeah. one and 
and you were you were on the mic, and, and yes, uh, there was uh, some hip hop artists on there, and then you felt like you might have been a little aggressive or me with him, rude, and I was like, man. nah, dude, I don't think so. I don't think I was he, just challenging this this young artist. You were, right? you were yeah, and I, again, to me, that that's what's needed. You didn't just shut him down and say, dude, nah, you don't got it. Stop, <laughs> you know. Go like we'll let the listeners go, be the go, judge of that. Go, go drive a bus <laughs> or something. You, know? you you were questioning him. And you were if he's really gonna get better at his craft. He yeah. went home and he really seriously thought about yeah. you know. Well, well, what and, were my answers? What what am I doing here? You know what? To, what to do give I want? Context, man. I think the the question actually came from him, and you know he was talking about hip hop, and he made reference to Biggie and Tupac. And he said, where, where are the biggies and Tupacs today, of today's culture, of today's society? And I said, well, you're right here and I'm right here. Like, we're right here, bro. You know, like, it's on us. You know, we can't wait for somebody else to do it. You know, that's by very nature, like, the default <laughs> of hip-hop. Like, hip-hop means, you know, you have the knowledge, you have the movement, you put it together, right? You put your thoughts to actions. Wow. You know, you start either performing that visual piece as a graffiti artist or as a DJ doing your routine, your scratch techniques, you know, your turntableism methods. You know, or you're dancing, you're breakdancing, you're, you're, you're practicing that flare to head spin or whatever it is. Right. I mean, like yeah. we don't just say, oh, I'm waiting for the next big breakdancer. You know, it's like, nah, man, you do it. Right. You so got it better as, than Biggie. You ain't as selling MCs, crack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as MCs, it's like, yo, I mean, it, it, it's our turn to tell our, tell our stories, man. Yeah. And so that's that's the biggest thing that I that I want to push is that, you know, we all have stories to share. You know, growing up, I always had this notion that, um, you know, I'd, I'd be able to write a book someday. You know, and always like, you know, going to school year after year, they'd give us books, you know, English books, math books, science books, history books. Right. Yeah. And it's like I would start reading a few pages and it's just like I would feel disconnected and I'd close the book. I'd look at the cover. I'd look at the author and I'm like, can't even pronounce this author's last name. Dude. It'd be some German guy, some some guy with just, you know, like some silent G's or like whatever it would be. Right. Just yeah. like these these foreign names, you know, excuse the phrase, you know, but uh, the, the, the whole point is that. I always felt that we'd be able to write a book. And the more I meet people and the more I get to know folks, it's like, man, you can write a book too, right? But it's just that that context, that, that state of mind is more like 1900s. You know, back in the 1900s, you know, we're from the 90s, right? Um, we used to read books, man. You know, like books was the way that I we would get reading. information. You know, now I think that the way that we're, we're going to, quote unquote, write our own books and tell our stories is through hip hop. You know, it's through digital storytelling. It's through, you know, live Instagram videos or Facebook videos or, you know, it's just the matter of, of getting our voices out there. Right. The fact that we're, we're, we're able to share our, our story and have an audience behind that. I mean, I think it, it brings up our dignity. You know, it kind of gives us a sense of purpose. It kind of lets us know that we're not alone. You know, it makes us feel especially in times of war in times of, you know, Trump. You know, it, it, it gives us a sense of community, a sense of yeah. you know, it's going to be all right. Well, that's you know, the seed so. of where this comes from. You know, again, yeah. we're, we're called Salinas Underground. And I don't know. I Like I told Kujo, I thought it was so fucking clear. We're called Salinas Underground podcast. And people were like, what's the podcast about? Like, Salinas, man. <laughs> and um, and but that, yeah. that's really what was the, 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 the seed, you know, that like, dude. Why are we letting somebody else tell our story? Exactly. You know? Yeah. And I, again, not that these people are malicious or anything. I mean, not not that they're all friendly either. But, but you know, say a journalist grew up in fucking Ohio or something, went to school in Chicago, and now has a gig here in Salinas. Like, again, no disrespect to them, but how can you tell our story? Right. You know? Right. You might, you're probably really good at your job, and, and I love what you're doing, but... 
this is our story. Yeah. You know, and, you know and, and maybe that's necessary too, just for the, the sake of being objective and for not having like a internal bias. Well, that's what I but, love. You know, it needs to be balanced out. You know, yeah, because I've 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 talked with some reporters locally, and then they've you know we've been having conversation, and the, I see shit again from a Selena from an internal perspective, born and raised, yeah. and then they question something, and I'm just like, oh fuck. That's a good question. I yeah. don't have any answer for it. Right, right. So and both need to be there, right? Yeah. Like we need to be uh, at, at at the table or on the microphone or whatever yeah. that context looks like, right? At the podium to be able to tell our stories. But also, I mean, it, it's important to have that 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 dialogue. So again, I mean, big shout out to the folks at the Alice House Center for the sign art for the fine arts because what they do is they'll do their pieces and then they'll have a Q and A, you know, portion. You know, so, yes, so they I mean, will. I'm trying to learn from that, right? It's like whenever we do events, it's like allow for that conversation to happen. You know, encourage folks to come up to us and ask us questions, right? And just kind of have that conversation to be able to keep building. So, no, know. yeah, yeah, that that's a big one. Is, is that when people feel isolated? You know, like mm-hmm. fuck, I'm the only one that thinks that way. Fuck no, doesn't matter what it is. Is is there's people out there that that think like you? And again, do not let. I think that's a big one is don't let anyone else dictate your history. Mm. You know, it is your life, but you have to make sure that your story is told in your in your way. You know, I, again, I, I don't know. To me, to me, that, that's fucking huge. That's um, huge. again, being from California, not trying to get all political and deep or anything all that. But we love. Well, not we, but uh, as a state, the missions are such a big fucking deal. Right. And they're all restore the missions, protect the missions, and I'm like, fuck those missions. Yeah. Fuck those fucking colonial institutions that ruined the the, the normal society. But again, the story for you, I was at Michael's. They fucking sell these three D fucking kits of the like build your own mission, yeah. Mission Carmel, Mission San Juan Batista, and all this. They're so romanticized in our history that. You literally will fail a class if you don't fucking build one of these correctly, you know? Yeah, like, that's at fourth grade, man. They're, they're getting, you know, Yeah, and it's like, dude, it's, and it's, it's, again, once again, these were not 100% evil institutions, you know? Well, it they, depends they, who you they, ask, they man. They were pretty freaking evil. For, I mean, you yeah, know, if you, well, yeah, but, yeah, but, but when you let the people that ran them and their ancestors tell the story, yeah. they look like fucking Disneyland, you know, oh, all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah. It's like, yo, no, they, who isn't that? Well, they say they brought civilization, you know, I say... Fuck their civilization. Yeah, I say, you know, I mean, it can't be too civil if, if they instituted slavery, you know, and cracked the whip talking about, you know, thou shall not ABC while they're performing, you know, XYZ, right? I mean, it, it's like from start to finish, man. And, I, you know, one thing that I don't even want to get into it on this podcast, but maybe on a future occasion... Uh, the Catholic Inquisition, man. Like, that's one of the darkest chapters of history on this continent. You know, period. I know slavery was bad. You know, I know civil rights were bad. I know right now Trump is fucking horrible. You know, but um, yeah, just being real, right? And the reason why maybe some folks don't know why we feel disconnected, but we don't necessarily feel like we embrace um, these institutions, right? These missions or this quote-unquote heritage that they try to force on us. It's like, you know, there's actually a lot of, a lot that's not really taught in those history books. You know, and, and a lot of it has to do with, you know, the fact that we're still being indoctrinated, man. Like, you know, all that's curriculum. It's it's pacing guides. It's, you know, theme one, week one, day one, you know, theme one, week one, day two. 
through you know theme three week three day oh, seven or whatever this. right so i mean they have to stay on point and and if they don't then that means that the students aren't being exposed to what they're going to be tested on through standardized testing yeah so then the teacher's going to look bad at the end of the year right but i mean that's why i always give it up to the teachers that find ways to connect with with students and make things relevant right whether it's a pacing guide or whether it's an avid classroom right i mean like there's good teachers out there it's just you know it takes a while to learn how to navigate things and you know, use that vehicle to deliver your own message. And yeah, dude, I recently got, got yeah. to do a career day at La Paz. Oh, dope, man. Speaking oh. of going to talk to fucking schools. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, someone me. asked me, and I was like, are you fucking serious? I kind of halfway wanted to be like, fuck this shit. Dude, you are fucking independent. Don't listen to these people. <laughs> but I did kind of, because again, I'm not, I didn't go to, well, I went to like Harnell NPC shit, you know, but fucking uh the, the the education system is not for me you know it's not for me and that's not to say that i'm ignorant to the ways of the world you know it's just the, this whole like like you said you could go you could go to may 17th to a class in los angeles san diego salinas redding sacramento and all them fucking sixth graders are learning the exact same shit yeah that shit ain't right None of those people grew up in the same fucking environment. None of those people learned. None of those kids learned through that to that. You know, I fucking right. hated it. Yeah, I graduated high school or whatever. But the the but you forced education, yourself. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Since seventh grade, seventh grade, I fucking gave up on school. Like, this is yeah. fucking bullshit. <laughs> um, but I yeah. But when I was at La Paz, I it, my my second presentation, I got a little bit more ballsy. You know, I was like all right, well, what are they gonna Warmed do? Warmed up already. Right? Yeah, so. yeah. Like, what are you gonna do to me? Ban me from a middle school? You know. What was Not, the presentation for? Well, I was I was uh, doing it for well our my full time job my manufacturing job. Oh, I'm sorry. Career okay. Day, day. Um, yeah, yeah. But but I I, I you know I, I try to make a point of that is like you do not need to go to college. Don't feel dumb or ignorant or like you're falling behind because you don't fit into the traditional systems. You know these traditional systems aren't traditional in the fact that they're natural to this part of the world. They're traditional in the fact that we've got used to following these rules for 200 years. The fuck? Somebody had to set these rules at some point. And then when they set these rules, they broke other fucking rules. You know? And, and it's like, so, so I'm like, fuck this. Don't, don't, you don't need a BA or master's or whatever. And, um, but yeah, but the second teacher was kind of like, yeah, like, give me a thumbs up. Like, really? fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> power, man. Yeah, so, and, and he, oh, yeah. he seemed like one of those, you know, he had like, fucking Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks and shit up on the wall and shit like you could tell a couple of the things he had up there as well was like hey this is the country of America there was like, I was all trying to pay attention but um but yeah again good teachers can really have a big influence on yeah, you yeah. and um <laughs> sorry we're recording at a dog pound right now where it's uh the Selena's it's Underground like Adopt DMX. a Pedathon uh, hey, in the house it's bro. Cujo's dog pound what's up I, I, I had to bring it. You. I had to bring it. <laughs> Tell them to start a crew, and and they call them the, uh, the know, dog pound. It's probably a service dog, man. You know, like she's probably blind or something. Angela does need a service dog because she's got problems. She's got ninety nine problems, and blindness ain't one. Oh, okay. So it's not a blind <laughs> service dog. Just Maybe kidding. it's uh, emotional therapy. Sorry, you know, it definitely is. Healing. What's her name? Sophie or some shit like that. Fifi or Sophie? Yeah. Either way. It's going crazy. It's a fucking poodle. It's the most pointless breed. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're trying to it's get Toke to get on the mic here to, you know, just give us a report back here. Uh, let me, but we don't have a mic plugged yeah, in. Yeah, let us pause. Yeah, let me hit so pause can. and I'll, we'll connect the mic real One quick. Sec, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know the place. Actually, uh, I have four um, 
four paintings that I have hung up there, uh, three of which are fully spray paint, no stencils, no oh, tape. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. All, all spray paint. Um, and, and what's your art style like? Like, which ones um, are yours? Can, can like, right now someone so can just show if, up and appreciate, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> as far as art style goes, um, I think I've, I vary a lot, um, especially when I... I dabble. I dabble in a lot of different mediums. I dabble in, a, um, you know, anything from you know pencils to sharpies to uh, brushes to spray paint to fucking squirting oil on the floor and like just moving shit around. I swear, like I you anything, weren't anything when you said visualize artist. No, right, like that's I, cool, I, man. I literally, yeah. literally any any kind of. Any kind of medium I can get my hands on, yeah. I'll dabble in it till, awesome. till like yeah. I, you know, I, I I get something going. What about tattoos, bro? I do. Really? I actually wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. No, so Go check this it. out. Right. So, um, so, uh, long story short, I mean, I'll cut everything out of the way. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> so yeah. So long story short, yeah. yes, I do do tattoos. I actually did it professionally for a couple years. Oh shit. Um, okay. I got out of it just because um there was some kind of uh discrepancies in my relationship where it didn't allow me to make sufficient money to provide for my family okay but um i actually did That's tattoos okay. for a while okay so, okay uh, name, man. At, at, a, at a legitimate shop um you know so so yeah yeah <laughs> there's your answer That's so cool. and 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 how long have you been drawing um actually like the first time that i can recall picking up a pen and paper um, I must have been seven, eight years old. I was in elementary school still. You're and like actually, seen the magic school bus and stuff? No, actually, um, <laughs> I used to make money for my lunch um, drawing people's names on their backpack. What? Like, I'm, I'm sure a lot of you people out there, uh, you know, do the same thing. But, like, that, that was my... That was my like go to. That's really so people would come even on a piece of paper. You'd go straight no, to the back. So like, no, so like no, so like so what I would do is like I would sketch your name on a piece of paper, and they'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, like I want it. And be like okay, cool. Like I got the markers and stuff. So like I would like get all the stuff, and they give me their backpack for like the weekend or the day or whatever, and like I would draw it on their backpack, and sure enough, like they'd be like, oh hell yeah, here's you know. 15, 20 bucks, like whatever, cool. That that was extra money for me. Yeah, seven years old. So yeah, like seven, eight years old. Like that's what I was doing. I swear. Like if if I can, I want to be like you when I grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Right? No. So like, legitimately, like if if you guys can like tap into my brain and like see my memories from back in the day, like they were actually pretty pretty fun. Like I I used to I used to do everything backwards though. Like my the stuff that i would draw i would draw everything backwards so like for example like right now like i do the inside line and then like work work my way out but back then i used to do from the outside inward so like i taught my i'm like i discipline myself a lot to like you know kind of mess and like manipulate you know in, in different ways because like you can't you can't always you can't you can't get comfortable with yourself like yeah. that's that's what's the thing with me like i i couldn't get comfortable with myself and that's the that's the reason why, like, right now, like, you know, if I grab oils, if I grab Sharpie, if I grab, you know, mache, if I grab, fuck, it can be glue and glitter. Like, I don't care. Like, it, like I'll try to do something with it that's going to be like, fuck yeah, like, it's going to rock. And that's it. And how did how did you find out that you were doing it backwards? Like, did you um, just from reading books? or No, actually, I found that I was doing it backwards just because, like, when I would go and, like, hang out with other people that would do art, like, 
they did it differently and i was just uh, like wait a minute but like i start with my outline and you start with your you know your your inline you know yeah. like your inside so like you know like i would kind of be like but i didn't i didn't think nothing of it i was just kind of yeah. like oh whatever like maybe i just do it differently but then like come to find out like years down the road like i was just kind of like oh fuck like i'm doing this shit backwards <laughs> but it, yeah. it was fun though i mean it's still cool like don't get me wrong like, like hey, you're doing it backwards. I've been getting paid since I was seven, that's son. That's right, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm doing it the right way. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it, 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 there's no right or wrong. And that's the funny yeah. thing about I try to I try to explain it uh, to the people that I know closely. You know, one of one of my favorite local artists. <laughs> um, sorry to say, Rick, but right. one of my favorite local artists, Sorry, his man. name is uh, Sergio Martinez, goes by the name of Worm Lombriz. Oh, yeah. He's oh, an yeah. MC also. You know, he, he's yeah. performed a couple times with yeah. M7. Yeah. Well, um, Lombriz and I are pocas palabras. Yeah. So we're like a, another crew. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. In be, in be, you know, with their crew, it's kind of like, you know, Worm and I have, you know, our crew and stuff like that. But like, um, like he's a big influence in what I do because he's yeah. very creative. Like as, as much as he doesn't want to admit it, he's very creative. He's like a very talented artist uh, all the way around, like musically, visually. I mean, yeah, every, every audio way. production. Yeah. I mean, that's everything. Yeah. Like, he's got a fucking ear and eye. I got. That's all I gotta say. So, like, you know, like he 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 kind of he kind of brought me on to like a lot of the stuff that I know as far as like you know you start talking about like you know like arts and hip hop and stuff like that. Like, yeah, like I veered off on my own and like I found I found like my own kind of like I guess quote unquote style, um, you know, because of like the stuff that he's shown me, but. You know, like he, he he was one of the he was one of the first people that actually brought me on to like like oh showing me like oh dude check this artist out like boom and it's just like you're looking at his art looking at his art and he's like oh like oh dang like dude and then like you know him and I started talking about it and he's like well how do you feel about it like how do you do your art and I was like dude like art for me like there is no right or wrong like there is no mistakes in art like you can grab a pen and paper pencil you can grab a spray can and there is no there is no yeah. mistake. Like, the only mistake is the one you point out to people. Like, people are not going to be like, oh, well, that line's crooked. Well, how do you know it's crooked? Like, it's intentional, right? Yeah. All right. So, that's it's what I'm art, saying. Fool. <laughs> <laughs> it's art. Yeah, but, you know, definitely. You know. No, but, yeah, from the conversations I'd have with it, I'd have with him, he's it, definitely like that, you know? Yeah. Conversations are not empty. He, right, will, right, he, will, right. he will question what you're saying. He, and he, not, he, not he trying to put you down, but he wants to make sure no. you know that you're confident in what the fuck you're saying. He, he, he definitely, he he is definitely one that carries and also wants people to contain substance in what they do. That's for sure. That's yeah. what one thing you can take from him is that and that and that will always like, you know, carry on with with the people that you know he puts onto anything, whether it's whether it's visual, whether it's sound, whether it's whatever he's into, like. You know, he wants you to know that there is not just not just the shallow part of it, but there is a deeper part yeah. in, in what what it is. And like and what I mean by what it is, is like, you know, it's something simple as, you know, pr producing an image on a piece of paper that's printed by a computer. It's like, no, man, like, you know, hey, like bring it further, dude. Like, you know, whatever. Like, oh, yeah, we check this program out like this, this helps yeah, you do yeah. this. And like that's no, him. Man. Lombriz you know? was was one of the dudes that turned me on to Fruity Loops, man. Music production software, like uh, early two thousands. You know, uh, he had a, he, he had the paid version. Yeah. I'm like, oh, dude, what? like all, all, all I know how to do is pirate software, man. Here. So it's one of those things <laughs> where it's like, I mean, he he's inspired so many of us, man. So maybe one of these days, you know, we can have him as a guest 
just to give him but a bit of a spotlight. But you'd be one of those that are like, nah, dude, I'm not like that. Yeah, like, exactly. Nah, it's he's, cool. he's so humble, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude, that guy. Too humble. You know, he, he won't call himself a DJ. He won't call himself an MC. You know, it's like, okay. No, then, he, he will never, know. yeah. He will yeah. never come out and say anything about himself. But again, he, he definitely... You sit there and have a conversation with him. You're you're not talking to a wall, you know. No, you're yeah. you're about to you're about to learn some shit about yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Definitely some history behind what he knows. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I I'll tell you more after the podcast cuz I, I want to feel <laughs> this after the podcast. All right, but man. But dude, the fucking the webs are fucking tangled. It's cool. Not a cool story, I guess, but it's an interesting story. Oh, okay. And then if you're on, if you're listening to this, ha ha, you don't get to know the story. <laughs> I hate uh, it when people do that, man. Like, <laughs> bring, bring up the inside joke. And I'm then like, this is so subtle. I don't even know. Come hang out at the bar. Come hang out at the bar. You might hear a fucking story. Some bar talk, huh? Nah, nah, man, well, you know, I'm not sure what our timer is looking like or, you know, how, how much longer you want to make the, the episode. We're, about, the, the, we're about an hour in. I yeah. actually had a question for you, yeah. uh, Toke. Um, like, like how much of the your art, like, if, do we have enough time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're only, well, again, yeah just we're, out of curiosity, like, how much hour. of your art, like, transferred digitally, like, as in, like... Can you can you grab an iPad and start drawing shit or fucking so, Photoshop? Uh, you know what I mean? So this is the thing. Like, uh, and, and you know what's funny is Worm actually makes fun of me for this, and I'll call him out on it uh, <laughs> any time of the day because he tells me like, dude, like you're so analog, you don't even know it. Like, you know, analog, like, like yeah, like analog, like just old school. Like, you know, uh-huh. I pick up a pen and paper still. Like, I don't pick up an iPad. Okay. You know, I don't own an iPad. You know, like I don't I own a laptop and it's like a laptop from like 2002, 2003. So it's got like older software, you know, right, right. and I, it basically like I, you know, like what I do, what I what I personally do is just like, you know, like, you know, I, I wake up in the morning, you know, on the weekend or whatever, whenever I have time, like I'll wake up, you know, feel like I want to get inspired. So like I'll listen to some good music, you know. Like I'll throw on, you know, something that I have, you know, like on a on a give random name, playlist. Man. Give us a name. Give us give you a name. Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, what, so one one of the one of the persons that I've actually been listening to a lot is uh, Richie Cunning. Richie All Cunning right. is a really good MC. Um, I I actually just recently heard that he was from Santa Cruz. I thought he was from San Francisco the whole time. Yeah. No. No. He he reps uh, San Francisco quite a bit. Yeah. But that album Night Train was yeah. recorded at Santa Cruz at the Rec Center. <laughs> Oh, see, I didn't know that, oh, wow. but that's it's amazing yeah. though because like his album is actually pretty dope, and yeah. I've I've played it over and over and over and over, mm-hmm. and I've searched him on on you know on YouTube and stuff like that, and it's like oh, every everything he's put out, it's like it's amazing, and it inspires me. Yeah. It inspires me to like just fucking like want to f- hang up some canvases on my garage and like paint because like you know I I live I live I live here in the area, so it's like any chance that I get to actually like put some stuff out, like I will put it out. Like, you know, when M7 here, you know, told me like, hey, there's a show coming up. Like, you should, should try this place smart. Like, yeah, I knocked yeah. out three canvases in a matter of like two, three weeks. Like, yep. full canvases, oh, full cool. spray Heavy paint. Heavy canvases. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I actually weighed it. And he had so so many layers of paint <laughs> on so there. So many fucking like layers pounds, of paint. Man. It was <laughs> trippy. It was trippy. Like, one of the canvases, I can honestly say, like, I probably put like 50 layers of paint on it just oh, from wow. like saying i'm not satisfied with it i'm gonna redo it and then like after i'm done with it i'm like nope not satisfied i'm gonna redo it that's how i work and that's how it is like sometimes you know like really you're your own worst critic like 
you know, yeah. you will yeah, you will you criticize you, you will criticize yourself to like the bone and be like, nope, like your line's crooked and you know it. It's gonna fuck you up every time you look at it. Don't don't even don't even continue. And you can and you can be so close to having that perfect image that you want, but it's just like something about it. It's gonna say no, nope, nope. You don't have He's it. He's the type of guy that will take a beautifully finished piece and just spray paint it clean. Just because he didn't like it after all. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'll give you a new canvas. It's like, like you know, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, it's no. like, you can't well, like, the thing control is, like, the thing all is, if, the lead. You, me, you have to actually spray if, over if it. You follow me, if you wow. follow me on Snapchat, has, if you follow me on Snapchat or if you follow me on Instagram, oh, like, my next question. I actually put my stuff out for people to offer me not money, but another canvas in trade for oh, what wow. I've already done and I don't like. So... Like, what I would do is if, for example, you know, I have something hung up or whatever, and it just doesn't feel appealing to my eye, what I would do is I'll put it up and I'll be like, hey, offer me something or, you know, give me a canvas the same or, you know, of equal value, and I will trade you. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because nobody takes me serious. Like, I have so many small pieces of art that, like, I don't want to go over and I don't want to throw away, but, like, I'm sure somebody would appreciate, Mm -hmm. you know, and, like, I... I want to just give them away, but it's like yeah. also like I mean, there's something there invested mm. as far as maybe not financially, but emotionally or you know, any yeah, any right. any other way. And it's like why not you know, why not um, you know uh, allow someone to like kind of like you're, you're you know, trying support. to get someone to help you keep going. Yeah, support. Yeah. So you support, trade in support that me, at least. Not only you know? not only myself, and I'll say me. But like in me, in a sense of like, like my creativity, right. like you know, like support my creativity to to want to keep producing art for people that can't even afford it. Right, like in a right, sense right. of like, oh, paying five six hundred dollars for a canvas yeah. that's just gonna be hung up on Is a that wall. What they cost? Well, oh yeah, man. Well, well canvas, I'm just talking about a blank canvas. Yeah, I mean, I've seen so these, a blank, you know? a blank yeah. canvas, uh. like a pretty good size blank canvas. You're probably if, if it's not on sale, you're probably spending like sixty, seventy dollars. Oh, see that. So that's what I'm saying. It's uh. like you know, like I can't just give like sixty, art. seventy yeah. dollars to somebody because I don't like the image. It's like, well, I'll tell you what. If you really like the image, like buy me a canvas yeah. of equal value and I'll trade you for it. Yeah. That's so, what I do. That's, that's a good philosophy, man. That's a, that's a good deal. That's a good deal, that's a good deal right? Because it's art that you like. You know, so, like, I so, like that piece. Cool. Give me yeah. a fucking canvas. And otherwise, yeah, he doesn't paint over it. So, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then yeah. you, you kind of, you know, you steer away from people that say like, "Well, why'd you paint over it?" Like this guy. Yeah, you I'm know, always questioning him. He's he's seen, you know, you know, worm, you know. He's, he's seen me go through my phases where, you know, I paint all this stuff. And then he's like, what are you going to do with them? Like, I don't know. I'll take it home, paint over it completely. Yeah, what a and jerk, And it's like man. complete images. Like I wanted that for my restroom, bro. I needed inspiration while I concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, you know, like like in, in social media, you know, like, you know, a lo- like here locally, like in Salinas and in Modesto, too, when I used to live in Modesto, like I actually used to do... Um, business logos for for living like i actually made a living off spray painting business logos on people's businesses yeah. i know somebody well, who wants the word podcast on their logo dude yeah, yeah. okay yeah. so david so, chose it right there bro so so what i would do is i would go and solicit you know all these places and um you know just kind of like hey you know I'll, well i'm so and so like i'm a local artist like i do everything freehand like, i can give you a good deal on painting a logo for your business and they'd be like, oh, well, let me see a sketch. And it's like, I tell them, I tell oh, them all the time, sketch. like, I don't sketch. 
I don't sketch your logo. Like, oh, I'll do shit. it, and if you don't like it, I'll paint over it, and that's it. Like, you know, if you don't like it, then all the paint, you know, I'll they pay wanted for it you whatever. to sketch, so they have it, an idea <clears throat> of what so they, they have wanted, an idea, and then like hire someone else, you know? But, right. So no, so no, so <laughs> trip man, out on he'll, this. He'll do it for people five dollars. Oh hell yeah! People will hella do that. So so this is a sketch like that. Yeah. So I used no, yeah, I I know that because I actually ran into someone that actually did that, <laughs> but um, I actually um, I got really good at it. Like I like. Any any logo I can duplicate it exact if not better, so I would get a lot of people like telling me like oh well my you know my cousin or you know my aunt this and that like owns this shop like go talk to her like tell her that you did mine so like I would go and like you know it would be like cool like oh you did hers like, yeah like do mine okay, so so cool. quick quick resume you've done I've done a Google? lot you ever heard of Google right here <laughs> no this actually is the boy no, right check here. this out so actually the multi have, have you have you actually heard of Pure Moxie? Pure Moxie uh, is a company based out of Oakland. The marketing company. Yes. Yeah, fuck yeah. So, I know. So, dude, yes, we do. Okay. Ryan so, and they did your Tomas. logo. So, no, okay, so Pure Moxie. Uh, so, actually, Worm and I. Well, name dropping and shit. Yeah, no. Well, <laughs> I shouldn't. Should I have not done that? Okay, I'm well, sorry. No, no, no. I, I am. Saying, no, no, Moxie. So, but anyway, yeah. No, I so hear true this. story. So, true story. Yeah, hell yeah. So, Pure f- Moxie got a hold of us and was like, oh, you know, we, we know someone that says they know you. You do this and this and that. Like, okay. So they're like, oh, we want to see just a rough, a rough sketch of what you would paint on a wall. And I was like, okay, what's your business logo look like? So they sent me a plain Jane, you know, straight letter logo that said Moxie with a pure on it. I was like, okay, dude, took me like 20 minutes, sketch something up real quick. And they're like, okay, come up. They were in Oakland. Me and Worm went, we dropped money on some paint. They they were like, okay, you know, what, what do you, you know, what do you want? This and that. Okay, boom. This is what we're going to do. We laid it down. They were amazed by it. It was like, I didn't, I, the sketch didn't look not even a, a quarter of what it looked like overall. Like, like, the, like the finished the final image. Piece once yes. you got up on the wall, right? So they were just amazed by it. And, you know, like, it, it's pretty, it's uh, like, All I right, felt so, pretty so stoked. Here, I mean, this is the, the Salinas Underground podcast. So if folks walk into, any one of these di- uh, different stores, they'll be able to see some some of your artwork. Right off the top of my head, I can think of Bear Bikes. Oh right, yeah, Bear right, Bikes. Bear Bikes. So Bear Bikes, all the images inside of Bear Bikes, I painted. Um, back, yeah. So I when I, I had a pure Moxie business card, I was going through my wallet right now. Like, <laughs> no, that so one? Um, <laughs> so Trini's Hair Salon. Uh, back yeah. before, um, I mean, back after actually MH hit it up. I was, I, I was actually I was actually the person that painted the mural. On Trini's hair salon. If you actually go down a little bit, it's like on Alisal on Market, yeah. Market, Market. Market Street. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. On Market Street. So if you actually go down a little, uh, quite a ways, uh, right by the theater, there's the fucking uh, the tire shop. It's Cal- Calderon's. Calderon's tire so shop. So I right. painted Calderon's uh, like four years ago, five years ago, maybe. Like oh I mean, it was, fuck it yeah, was the a, one by the hot dog dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by Carl's Jr. Oh, no, 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 no. The one down. The one on the market. Uh, the one that the one the guy that painted that I know him too, but we had him on the show. What the fuck? We've done 145 episodes, people, and we're usually drunk. <laughs> Who the fuck? We <laughs> had the it guy was the singer for Bogus, right? um, Deja Vu, man. It was actually this episode. Profeta. Just kidding, man. <laughs> like one the, the guy's dad. Oh, what? Really? Yeah, he was telling us that I think he did that one, and then he did one up in San well, Francisco. Had a degree in art and shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's part well, of We him. met the guy. Oh, yeah, he's I think he's older. Not oh, older, but like middle aged, right? Well, 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 that might not be him then. Because he, he is the, kid guy that, is like, the guy that did it was probably like 17, 18 years old at the time. 
He was young. Mm. He was a kid, man. Like I know him. Nah, yeah, I, know him do, you're, I think you're thinking of the mural under the bridge, not not yeah, not, well, not Jose Lopez. Lopez. Oh, Jose Lopez. Oh, yeah. the the, Az- the the Aztec uh, calendar. Yeah. The image. Oh yeah, man. Jose Lopez puts it down. I mean, I've been <laughs> I've been a follow I've been a follower of, of his art for a while. Like I mean, I think the simplicity and also like the you know like the way he revamped everything was was pretty awesome. But if no, that the, was the, the dude, yeah, we had his 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 kids band was our guest and they were telling all these stories like who the fuck is this like my dad right there and I was like, what the fuck is this dude on the mic yep. and yeah he yep. was telling all these stories and they, and yeah nice, you know you dude again this is what I, I love about not only doing this show but about this town in general it's like those aren't that uh, it's not that hard to find somebody like that you no, know no you, they're everywhere yeah like like no bullshit and and you know it's it's gonna sound kind of corny and cheesy or or uh, you can, it's gonna so sound can like I'm tooting my I, own horn. I like my corn quesadillas. Get corn quesadillas, okay. Corn and so cheese, right? like, so the thing is, like, you know, no. okay. Um, I met a I met a girl a couple days that. ago. <laughs> I met Do a girl you, a couple days ago, and oh, like, yeah. it, it was funny because like girl. I felt I felt really attracted to her, right? And I was Ooh. just kind of wondering why. I was just like, <laughs> no oh, man, breaks, like, right? right? No, anyways, no, no breaks, she had no <laughs> teeth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but check this out. So I was like, oh, I was wondering right. why. I was wondering why I was attracted to her, right? So I started talking to her and stuff like that. And then it turns out she's a fucking she's a fucking artist, dude. She fucking showed me her fucking paintings, and I was like, holy shit! Like I told her straight up, like, yo, I want to fuck. Like I really do want to fuck you. Like that's just like how I want to get down right now. And she's like, oh, no, it's cool. Like, you know, whatever. She gave me your number, all this stuff. And it's just like, oh, my God. Ricardo like, really wanted like, this to be a PG episode, wow, bro. Thanks man. for okay. that. No. Really? So, <laughs> wow. No, so. so, so, no, but, so but the, the, I mean, I don't know. Like, the crazy thing sure about like it. Well, no, they no. didn't yet. No, I, we haven't. That's the thing. See? We PG haven't. is fun. But the thing is, like, you know, <laughs> she started. No. So we, <laughs> they so haven't we, even hit second base, man. So, right. so, we started, so we started texting and stuff like that yeah. back and forth. And, like, she starts bringing up this stuff about art. And I'm just like. Holy shit. Like, I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? She's like, what? I'm like, yo, like, you know, that's a fucking turn on. Like, it makes me want to like, you know, she really she's like talking about art. I'm like, yeah, because art is, is something is something that not a lot of people have. But the people that do have it, like are fucking like are built are built for something, dude. Like they're built. They're built to like. They're, they're not good with, like me, obviously. The rabbits. They're they're not good with words. No, oh, shut okay. up. They're not good with words, yeah. but anything visually <laughs> that they paint, it could be anything. It could be anything abstract. It could be anything from down from a fucking circle and a square inside of it to, you know, just abstractly painting brush strokes on a canvas. It's like they have a way of expressing themselves. And it's like when when you can express yourself in other in other ways other than verbally. Like it, it's something else, man. Like and 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 it's like um, what's uh, Jose Ortiz? You know, do you know uh, Jose Ortiz? Another local. Jose Ortiz is yeah. another local local artist. He's like above and beyond any other artist that has come from this area. Like his his imagery is crazy. Like it's so like it's interpreted like so directly. Like it's crazy. Like. He draws what he sees and what he feels like so clearly that you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, he painted the mural inside the Natividad Medical Center. That's right. Yeah. Like, and it's like, it's like the the way he described it, it was like, you know, it was like a, a, a family giving birth to a kid. But like the angels were like, they were, it turned from angels 
into like the the baby, the newborn, right? the newborn, like in a in an image so clear that you you knew what was going on without him explaining. Like you didn't have to ask him like, yeah. hey, what's that? Yeah. It's like, oh, dude, like that's the MRI fucking machine, and like this is the like, whoa, what the fuck? And it's like you see everything just like transitioning so clearly and like so consistently that like he could just like finish the last brushstroke, walk away, and have. Like people would just be like, "Oh, dude! Like I know, I know what's going on. Like that's crazy." <laughs> and wh- wait, where's this mural? It's inside the Nativity Medical Center, Nativity, uh, right by the we'll, ER, we'll by, oh, the, okay. by the gift shop. It's like if you walk in the hallway, like you'll see it, and it's it's amazing. There's amazing. a gift shop next to the ER. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's it's where like, it's on the way in. It's on the way out. It's on the way in. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that's like that. I remember. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm here for like. Like enjoyed your visit. Pick up a trinket, you know. <laughs> no, I I've never. Like I could picture the one at Memorial, but I could never. Like I don't once, think I've ever so. pictured the. I don't know where the gift. I know where the ER is for sure. Yeah, it's like as um, soon as you walk into the ER entrance, it's like right there in the middle, in the front, and then you make up right, and it's the hallway towards the right, towards the wing. Okay, I know where that. Yeah, yeah but I, he's like, actually it too, he, man. He's one you don't of. You have to go in person anymore. There's this thing called the internet. <laughs> you can Google it. Hell no! I want them Instagram likes. I'm going by. I'm going personally. I want 25 likes. So he's actually my he's right, actually right. one of my favorite local artists. Like oh yeah, man. Like me too, man. Me too. By far, like he's 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 definitely someone that like I've actually have talked to him one on one, and you know I I really do admire him. He he's he's doing it. Well, see, that's what that's what's badass, and that's again why another reason why why I love doing this is is I think people would be surprised that like yo, there's well known local artists, you know, like this there's yeah. there's artists that we have on our show, and then their influences are also out there in this town, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. definitely you won't see them, you know, <laughs> they're they I don't know, you just show up one day and all of a sudden there's a painting up, you know. Fuck is doing all this shit. Yeah. yeah. Who's doing all this? It's not Walter, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Untalented fuck. Yeah, that's what I call him too. Man. <laughs> nah, but I mean definitely But like, hell yeah, I mean th- th- dude, thanks for coming on. This was this was a great conversation and, yeah. and I'm sorry you know that we're the second half of the episode, you know, but oh, but no, again man. you're more Thank than you welcome. For having me. For yeah, sure. you're you're more than welcome back. Uh, again, once again, this is how we break the ice, you know. All right, you know what it's right. like. You, you know what it's like. You know what the show's well, like now. I break the ice with Jameson and Ginger Beer, but and then apparently he's very direct. He'll just ask you, "Hey, you want to make a baby? Yeah. Let's go." Oh wait, uh, Jen, you want to be my girlfriend? You might. You might actually end up pregnant <laughs> if you have him on again. Just oh, fuck, here we go. I think four people got pregnant just from listening to the story right now. Huh? <laughs> I, I think I'm out to check myself, man. I might be pregnant myself right now. Tell you, check. It ain't mine. Check that mine. <laughs> Alibi, we got an alibi right here. He was here. Why are you not timid? I can't even see the mural. Yeah, right. You get a pregnancy test. <laughs> no, I'm here for Plan B. Actually, a pregnancy <laughs> shit. So Costco's for <laughs> the value pack, huh? family pack. Yeah, for sure. Right, value pack Plan B. Hey, you got oh, like yeah, that 90, 90 pack Plan B. Shit. We are horrible, man. Anyways, man, it's good to be back on the show with you guys. Okay, uh, this was you fun. Know, at this point, it, yeah, man. man just, just trying to you know keep these. Uh, Open mics, open spaces going. Um, again, open mics, open minds. I mean, that's that's the whole concept. You know, trying to allow people to come with an open mind and, you know, walk away with a mind that's even more opened up at that point. You know, just sharing dialogue, sharing stories, sharing 
experiences you know in this case sharing the visual art you know so big big shout out to the local artists that are you know currently getting down and um yeah man keep supporting them hell yeah hell yeah and if you like to support us fucking rate and review I'm, I'm, I'm fishing for itunes reviews I'm starting that fucking mission. And then buy things on Amazon under your link, right? Yeah. Amazon, if, if you shop on Amazon, go on our Facebook page. It's, it's sticky to the top. Click the link. Do your shopping like you usually would. Nothing changes for you other than we get a little kickback coming back to us. Um, and yeah, and it, this... What, no, what was, no, the boom arms. The boom arms. One of the boom arms was actually bought by... Our, the money we got from Amazon. Nice. So um, we don't get too much, but hey, we were able to it's get a boom else. arm. Yeah, so man. fuck yeah. And that's from people, dude, that listen and clicked on the link. That's what I love, you know, Dope, is one of, I don't know which boom arm it is, but one of you guys own one of them. Oh, or you man. could also, again, Selena's Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, Selena's Podcast. We're the only ones that will come up. If you want to listen, Google Music, iHeartRadio iTunes, iTunes is big again. If you leave reviews on iTunes, it, it's so lame because that's how the 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 rankings go. Oh, I see. The fucking the, at I'm, one I'm point, make me an iTunes account and another and another and another. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, dude. Well, that's what happened uh, last year. I think it was Natasha Legero, some comedian. She came out with a. She said, "Oh, I'm going to release a podcast next month." So she did an iTunes account and everything. No episodes at all. But because she was semi-famous, she got hundreds of five-star reviews. She's the fucking number one comedy podcast without one episode out. Wow. On iTunes. Wow. I found a, a loophole, man. And it's, it's fucking right. bullshit. You know? Yeah. So anyway, so so those iTunes reviews. Yeah, but hey, I got to say, Stitcher, I got to say, right? big shout out to you guys. Seriously, like, I mean, first time actually seeing this in, in, you know, in person. It's, it's fucking dope, dude. Like I, I, I wish, I wish there was like some kind of video, you know, we can shit. set up for YouTube or something. Cause this is funny. It's it's it's, it's dope, fun, right? yeah. you know, I, like I, just kind of hanging out. Like literally, like our phones are in front of us. M7's got his phone. He turns on the camera sometimes. This dude's drinking a beer. You guys drinking a beer. I was drinking a beer. My beer is out, but you know. But yeah, no. definitely, man. It, it, it's it's honestly it, it's it's beautiful to see this stuff. Yeah, for us. Yeah, yeah, thank coming you. From, coming so from here. before we end it, uh, why don't you put out your, your your links, man, for people to check yeah. out? Yeah. Okay. Check that so, out. So uh, you're gonna get famous out of, all of a sudden, bro. Oh, right on. <laughs> yeah, one. Like what new happened follower. to Lily? I'm gonna get one new follower. If I get one new follower, hey, that's more than I'll enough for me. I'll unfollow you to follow. Get two new followers. So on Instagram, my name is Yesterday's Stolen Existence, and that's Yesterday's underscore. Stolen underscore existence uh, on Snapchat. It's um, actually the perceptionist one two. So perceptionist is spelled exactly the same. You just put a one two behind it, and uh, basically I got that from uh, you know Acrobatic and uh, Mr. Lift. They're the perceptionist. Okay. So they're, they're so very. I know they're, what you were listening to when you made your your Snapchat. Yeah, account. exactly. That's okay. exactly what I was listening to when I made my Snapchat. I need your permission to like you. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, definitely. Why uh, how do you do that? You make it private. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So just uh, go ahead and go on there. Like a lot of the stuff that we do, honestly, is just like visually. Um, I I'm I feel like I'm an old soul. So like I I dabble a lot in like mechanics and like working on old cars. I myself have a. 49 Chevy truck in a 1950 two-door hardtop car. 
Um, oh, so yeah. any, any, everything that I touch is like old school, man. Like I love old school. Like yeah, I analog, love bro. Analog, man. Like for real. You're, you're older than like, dirt. Just kidding. I'm older than analog dirt. is cool because when shit breaks down, you know what broke down yeah, and right. how to fix exactly. it. You, know? you, you can a, fix that shit on Saturday with some duct tape. Yeah, yeah. Duct tape, bubble gum, and a nine sixteen wrench. That's all you need, man. You own an old car. You need the right USB adapter. You know, yeah. If you got a fucking Nissan Juke with the fucking turbo, you know, you want you you want the USB adapter with the charger, external charger. So definitely Bluetooth. But but yeah, digital shit. Yeah, I mean, is it cool if I give my links again? Yeah. Cool, man. So once again, you can check me out at EME7. EME7.com. EME7 is, that's it. Just EME7 on Twitter, SoundCloud, Instagram, Um, Facebook. It's M7.Ricardo. M7.EME7 for the public page. So just EME7.com. That's pretty much the one-stop shop. And uh, we'll be in touch, man. I'm going to be adding a lot more to to that site. I want to add some of the local calendars and... uh, some of the Instagram live videos that, that I'm doing, I'm, I'm uploading them onto YouTube for folks to be able to see them later. Because otherwise, I just get like my mom watching, you know, one viewer or two viewers. That's but, um, cool though, because she's yeah. so supportive always. She, you know, usually. Me, oh, you're badass. Sometimes it's like, like yeah, you know, yeah, she's just commenting negative stuff. So, no, no, just kidding, man. It's well, all. Hey, it's mom, all you can watch, but don't like it. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> just watch. No, man. Shout, shout out to all the moms that, that check it out, mom included, man. Yeah. Nah, my mom would be like, "Por qué se hablando puro inglés?" Habla español, cabrón. Yeah, me too, actually. That's probably why I don't tell her to check it out. But anyways, man. Yeah. But hell yeah. Anyway, well, uh, one final thing. We're, we're here at the public house again. We're Next Saturday is an empty one. Next Saturday, shit. April 29th, is the three-year anniversary. I'm holding this shit like... You're an MC, Intent. man. He's got, he's got purpose and shit. Like... Oh my god, what's gonna happen kung, next? It's, nah, it's that kung Stay fu tuned grip. to find it's like out. Like when I'm hella drunk and I grab my dick and I'm like, ah! Look at it right in the eye. pressure! <laughs> like, oh shit, I'm, I'm holding my own self. But anyway, April 29th, <laughs> here at the public house, a three year anniversary. Yerba Ruda's gonna be here. 